Garfield, Gerard Bonner, and Diana Michelle. What's going on, everybody? It's that time of the week. It's Friday. You know what that means. It's time for the SHW Podcast. This is our wrestling. I'm B-Double Brandon Benefield alongside the great Gerard Bonner and the lovely Diana Michelle. We are back and we are one week away from our next huge show, SHW 51. But before we get into that, you guys, how's your week been? How's everybody doing? We took last week off. I've missed you guys. It's good to see we you. you, man. We missed yeah. you. I know you had some issues and I uh, hope you're feeling better. And... I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's not public yeah. knowledge. I don't want an audience. We're good. <laughs> we're good. So we're be good. it. We didn't have any access. We're good. Yeah. I am trying to come off my high from Momocon, from Zicky mm-hmm. Dice, Alan yes. Prairie Last Three. Tell mm-hmm. us all about it. You were at oh a, my God. Uh, you spent three days there, right over the Memorial Day weekend at Momocon yeah. downtown Georgia World Congress Center, Outlandish mm-hmm. Paradise Three. How yes. was it, Diana? Man, there's so much I could tell. I'd have it take the whole the whole show <laughs> to go through so much. There was so much. The crowd was fire. I mean, yeah. half the people there were not even wrestling fans, but they were making up. You know how wrestling fans have their own like chants, you know. Yeah. Softball has their own chance. These people were making up stuff that didn't even make sense. But <laughs> but they were in unison and they were cheering and they were loving it and they were just eating it up. And everybody that was involved with with the Outlandish Paradise, God, they killed it. They brought it. They did their thing. They entertained. They they gained new wrestling fans. And awesome. we we gained new wrestling fans. And absolutely. Just I think that was the goal. I think. You know, after talking to Zicky, hearing his interview, that was the goal. We wanted to bring new wrestling fans in, and we hooked them. We hooked them. And they want it back. They want it again next year. So Yeah. I love it. You know, here's what I love about this. I love about, you know, I think a lot of times, and and when, once you've been kind of ingratiated in this wrestling industry, you start getting accustomed to what the IWC will do. And, you know, fans often find themselves getting so accustomed to certain things that they don't value it anymore. You know, that's why, oh yeah. That's why they all walk by us like, oh, it's just V3. Oh, it's no big deal. There, you know, then when they see us in other places, then it's like, oh. And so this is the beauty of taking this to a crowd that is not known for wrestling. A crowd, and really, that's the hardest crowd to perform in front of. Because if you can get them, you've made new fans instantly. And yes. so, I love that. I love that. I love that. So, shout out to Zicky to yes. Outlandish Paradise Three. You guys will be hearing V Three all involved with that. So, no worries. When that gets published, you'll see and hear us all. It was just a great, great time. So, shout out again to Zicky for being daring enough. Um. Outlandish yes, being well, <laughs> and, and and here's the thing, right? Outlandish Paradise has always been a different presentation of our yes. sport, always from the very first one through this one. It was very different, whether it was what was done on screen, locations, etc. And I think again, it's daring to go and put a product out there that is unlike anything else, and to do it in front of fans that aren't known to be wrestling fans. It's daring. It's challenging. I yes. think we all could learn something from uh, the promotional expertise of Zicky Dice. Look, we had everything from Gordo in the ring to <gasps> cosplay, costumes, mm-hmm. to the wrestlers borrowing costumes and becoming <laughs> characters, to trash cans on Zicky. I mean, he was in a trash can. They dumped him into a trash can. They stood him up. They beat him up in a trash can. And then he came out outlandish. And it was perfect. It was perfect. I cannot wait till you guys see everything that happened. It was was just, I mean, I'm smiling. It was just fun. I'm still high from it. It was great. I'm telling you, I can't. I I want to say, okay, I'll I'll do it again soon. Yeah, yeah. I I did like 4,000, 440,000 steps maybe this weekend. I'm tired. Mama time. But but I mean, 
you act like you don't work out and <laughs> that's impossible for you, you right? Know, me. There's so an hour and a half a day is a lot different from having to work out all day long. I, okay, I get it. That that's fair. You're built for it. You're fine. You're good. Hey, I'm good. No I worries. bounce back, but mama tired. Mama I, was, I get mama it. Mama was so lathing on Monday, okay? As you should have been. Because, I mean, three full days. Yeah, you should have been. But it's you worked crazy. hard. It's great. And, uh, again, we'll keep you guys posted when you can check yes. out Outlandish Paradise 3. Part of a massive wrestling weekend over Memorial Day weekend. Ooh. I felt like every promotion felt like doing something over the weekend. Yeah. You know, from AEW to WWE, Impact, New Japan. Man. Everybody had something. Uh, and we had it here, of course, with Outlandish Paradise. And some of your favorite SHW stars were a part yes. as well. And, yes. uh, again, you'll be seeing that very, very soon. So be on the lookout. Yeah. In fact, uh, you mentioned some of the SHW roster was there. Danny Jordan, the real mean girl, is back. She was on the uh, DL for quite a while with an injury, but now she's returned. She's been and cleared to wrestle. She's well, just like yes. Well, yeah, she, like she went viral, but yeah, she competed uh, throughout the weekend at uh, uh, OP3. And, Didn't, uh, miss as a beat. Didn't miss a beat. She was amazing. You That's know awesome. what I heard? I heard that that was actually part of her strategy to help build the women's division here for SHW. And um, she's on her scouting tip. And I got to tell you, I really like her being in charge of this women's division. I feel like Jake the Snake is one of those silent listeners to our podcast because we have been literally, you know, we we were almost like um, uh, our guy uh, who hijacked our podcast because he just <laughs> does that. Hold my beer, Hanson, you know, who is just killing it. He was the guy who just had that groundswell because he had that basic, simple, grassroots type of promotion that said, right. hey, you're going to hear what I have to say. I feel like we've been doing that for the last, matter of fact, since the full existence of this podcast, all yeah. the way back in 2020, we finally been heard and nobody better to be in charge of that than Danny and her scouting this weekend, I think was fantastic. Well, there yeah. you go. And you read my mind, GB, because that's exactly where I was going. You know, at the top of the show, I mentioned SHW 51 is a yeah. week from tonight. And so, of course, right now we're going to get into previewing that show. And uh, as I mentioned, and as you just touched on, GB, Danny J uh, put in charge of the women's division by Jake the Snake Roberts, as we found out at our last show at SHW 50. And so that leads me into this First women's match of the uh, new era, dare I say, of the uh, revamped right. women's division here at SHW. And Danny J will actually be joining us on commentary for this matchup next Friday. And it's going to be Kylie Alexa and Dream Girl Ellie. Now, Dream Girl Ellie, uh, we talked about this off air just a few minutes ago. If you guys remember the Tapped Out show, the Tapped Out mm -hmm. podcast anniversary show, Gosh, when was that? It was last year, two years ago? When was that? Uh, I feel like it was two years ago. It's been, yeah, it's been a minute, but that's where the last time I remember uh, calling a match for Dream Girl Ellie. Of course, she's been all over the place. She's yeah. made stops on uh, AEW. She's uh, had a splash in WWE, uh, OVW. She's mm -hmm. had some matches with uh, Shalance Royale up there. And I'm telling you, she's the real deal. And I'm excited that she's finally making her debut here in SHW. And of course, she's taking on Kylie Alexa. And if Kylie looks a little familiar to you guys, it's because yeah. I think she looks a lot like her older sister, Kenzie Page. Kenzie Page, yes. who, and I've said this for years, is my favorite women's match that we've had in SHW is when Kenzie Page was here and wrestled Danny Jordan and had a great match. That was all the way back, I want to say it, SHW 14. So it was mm -hmm. right before the month before you guys got here, uh, right, GB and right. Diana. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Man, what a great match that was. And, of course, Kylie or Kenzie and Kylie both, but Kenzie has gone on to NWA and done some big things. And Kylie recently has been working in NWA as well and, of course, has uh, secured herself a contract with those guys. And, of course, if you saw the graphic that we posted for this matchup, uh, we said that she's looking to secure a victory in her SHW debut, but she'll have her hands full here with Dream Girl Ellie. So I'm very excited about this match. I'm a little nervous about having Danny Che next to us on commentary because uh we we have a bit of a history if anybody has kept up with shw any length of time but i think we'll manage and uh, i think it'll be okay but i'm excited as the uh revamped women's division gets kicked off here well brandon you you do have a knack for keeping a gb in the middle of you in trouble 
Well, it's so, always. It's, I'm, I'm thinking if we could keep Danny <laughs> on the outside, on the other side of GB, I might be all right. I might be out of harm's way. She likes GB. Okay. I think she likes GB. It's me she has Maybe. a problem with. So, yeah. yeah. She's never hit me. <laughs> you know, so, I times have changed, possibly. You know, people grow. Feelings change, you know, maybe, maybe you'll be okay. All right. Maybe you'll be okay. She's coming back. She's coming back to do something special. And like you said, GB, we, we've been begging for a women's division and we finally are getting the brink of one. And, and I'm excited. I'm excited to see some yeah. women in here. I'm, I'm tired of being the only girl, man. I'm this Danny. <laughs> I mean, I can handle these dudes, but mm -hmm. I need some women around, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I feel like Danny uh, on commentary, her focus is pretty linear right now. It is building this women's division. And yes. so she's out here scouting talent, clearly having gone to OVW, the NWA, grabbing these great talents here for what I think should be a fantastic match. And I think, you know, our fan base gets the opportunity to really see what other women's wrestling is out here, which I think is great. And I think we've all noticed, you know, that's the one area that our company gets the chance to shine. Um, right. And now we really can shine with this. So, yeah, you know what? Every now and again, you need some new blood show showing up to be able to kind of upset the apple cart a bit. And Jake the Snake has done that by uh, putting Danny Jordan in charge of this division. And uh, I think this is great. You know, um, there are other spaces that have obviously already crowned women's champions or getting ready to crown women's champions. I believe this is the first step to doing that. You know, you need a women's championship, just like we needed a tag title and we need this Jake the Snake title. So I'm excited. I think this is going to be great. I'm intrigued to see what other women will make their way here to SHW as a result of Danny's great, great work. So this is going to be fantastic. And uh, yeah, get ready. I think a brand new era continues next friday as we talk about newcomers to shw that leads me to this next gentleman who we did hear from at the last show but he will be making his in-person debut his in-ring debut i'm talking about the uh, mysterious movie mike who had a interesting mysterious message for ashton star last month uh wanting to make ashton star his plus one and i don't know if that meant like he wanted to form a tag team but was he wanting to go one-on-one -on -one in a match with them i don't really know but what i do know is that he will be in action he'll be making his in-ring debut with shw uh next friday taking on orion now you might not recognize the name but if you saw the graphic that we posted you'll recognize the the picture i was gonna say you'll recognize the face but he's wearing a mask so you recognize the the picture you won't see his face but he's formerly known as Blanco Loco. Now, Blanco Loco has appeared in SHW a few times. Uh, it's been a couple of years, I believe, at this point. But he's making his return. Since that time, he's been all over the world, honing his craft, perfecting his in-ring skills. And I'm excited to see him back and kind of making a re-debut, if you will, at, at SHW. And, of course, definitely has a point to prove. Movie Mike's coming in with a point to prove. Uh, apparently he wants to show off for Ashton star because he's putting a seat at ringside that apparently has Ashton's name on it. So he's inviting Ashton to come witness the match, I guess, uh, at ringside first row firsthand. And, uh, it's going to be a good match. I'm just, I still don't understand quite what's going on with him and Ashton star. And I know Ashton doesn't understand it either. Cause if you follow on social media, Ashton's like, what does this guy want with me? Like, what's the deal here? <laughs> so I'm very curious to see how all this plays out, but I do know both of these guys are very solid in-ring competitors. It'll be a great match nonetheless, you know, despite all this other stuff going on with Ashton. So we'll see what happens. It's, what do you guys think? It's borderline stalker. <laughs> a little stalkerish. Yeah. I mean, I just a little, I'm, I'm confused. I mean, I was confused when he, when he made his presence known through, um, was it Skype or video? Something like that. His promo, it just, yeah. I couldn't tell. Did he did he want to wrestle Ashton? Did he want to take him out? Literally, did he want to, you know, be his buddy? I, I don't know. He, he so wants I guess him to we'll be in those... a, he wants to put him in a movie, I guess. He's a yeah, he's but... a director. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, I guess we'll get our answers next week, but um I am excited about this match because I do want to see Orion with his new name. Um but He's amazing. 
yeah mm-hmm. all by himself i mean he's always put on a good show every time i've seen him wrestle and and that, i mean it's sure to be a good match sure mm-hmm. to be a good match i can't i can't wait to see this one high flying doing his thing you know, there's something to be said about a name change, right? When you change right. your name, you're really trying to accomplish something, a new name, new identity. It's just how the world works. And so for Orion to really go away, come back with a new name, says that there's something new that he's bringing to the table. For all that we've seen previously under his former persona, this is a new day. This is a new thing. And so I'm intrigued to see what that's going to do. The other side of this is movie Mike. I believe it was the great Michael Jordan, another Mike, who said, hey, you're going to miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. Don't get mad at movie Mike for shooting his shot. Now, we'll figure out what he's trying to accomplish, but you got to shoot your shot. You know, if you want to take Ashton out, if you want him to be your tag partner, if you guys want to, you know, create magic together, I don't know. But... I think what he's doing has gotten the attention of Ashton Starr, which is more than he would have done if he had just slipped into his DMs. So you figure out, you know, some call it stalker. I think it might be just kind of high level intensity, putting yourself out there. You know, it's you're not a stalker. If you, you know, befriend the people who are the match or the decision makers at the job that you want, right? You're just trying to figure out how to get connected. You're not necessarily a stalker. Now, if you end up saying some off, if you end up, well, wait a minute. Let me just say this. <laughs> I, I have purposely connected with certain people just to be on their radar, just so that there's awareness. Now, I haven't gone so far as to, you know, want to make them my plus one and be that no, vigilant. I haven't done not that. Everybody but, who does that becomes a stalker, but that is a very easy way to be that. Well, we'll, we'll see what happens because I think he has dual reasons. It's not just Ashton that he's after. Clearly, right. he was here to make his way into SHW. And if you're going to do that, You do that with a day one guy, right? A lot of people have been trying to do that. So he's taken a different approach, a far different approach than other folks. Yeah. Yeah. Not just a day one guy, a former champ, a former tag champ. You go after one of the top guys in the company and you're right, GB. I think that's, you know, Ashton Starr fits that bill. Go after him. I'll put it to you this way for all of, for the last two months, we've had people come into this company for the first time, try their hand with Ashton Starr. Nobody has tried the approach that Movie Mike has. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about Movie Mike in this way, unlike we talked about any of the other perceived opponents uh, or, or interests there for Ashton Star. So that tells us a lot. We'll see what he does in the ring this coming Friday. Yeah, it's going to be good. going to be yeah, good. I can't good. wait. And there's only two of the matches. Hang on. We still got a full card to get to, guys. Uh, let's get let's get into the Jake the Snake tournament. How about that? The Jake the Snake Legacy Championship tournament rolls on. We're gonna hit the semifinal round at SHW fifty one next Friday. Two big time matches, and let's start out with this one, which has Show Stealer written all over it. Shoo, 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 Taylor, ah. and one bad boy, Chip Day. Thank you very much. Yes, I'm telling you, it's gonna be this one. This one's gonna be good. You got a a, a newer. Uh, how, how many years, GB? You probably know the answer. How how new is is shoot? He's what a couple of years into this point. Couple of years in the game, yeah. And then yeah, you got Chip Day, who's what fifteen plus years, yeah, something 16, like that. Sixteen, seventeen years, somewhere yeah, in there. So yeah. you got the kind of the veteran and, and the new mm-hmm. guy, and but they're both uber talented, and it, it's a clash of two guys that I you know, never thought I wanted to see until I saw it on paper. And not only are we getting this match, but it happens to be a semifinal match in this huge championship tournament for the JTS legacy title. So I'm very excited about this one. And it's anybody's guess as to who could, uh, who could win this match. I think I might know who Diana wants to win, but (laughs) what do you guys think about uh, this match? Chip day and shoot Taylor. Look, I am definitely a shoot Taylor fan. I, I, I am. I, I, he, he's amazing in just a few years that he's been in the business and doing his thing. He, he is amazing. Um, I don't know. I'm not familiar with everything he has. And I'm not familiar with any, any, anything, everybody. I don't, let me back up. I don't know <laughs> everything about everyone 
but I would like to see this trial by fire. Hmm. And I say that because you're talking about Chip Day. Bad boy Chip Day, who's been in this for a long time, longer than I can even imagine. I've gone back and tried to find some some older stuff from Chip just to familiarize myself. And holy crap, okay? I mean, it's not just Diana loves her bad boy Chip Day. It's Chip Day's a okay? Mm -hmm. He is. So I I would love, I mean, well, I'm going to see it. I can't wait to see this matchup because one, Shoot's going to perform and do very well. Two, he's also going to learn a lot. Mm -hmm. He's going to learn a lot. Regardless of who comes out on top of this one, it's going to be a win-win for us because it's going to be amazing. Yeah. But yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Shoot. Bad Boy Chip Day is my pick. You know, this is this is tough. It's tough because and, and that's what tournaments are supposed to do. You know, when you think about the Mad March Madness, you know, there's always the bracket busters and there are always the people in here who you did not expect to see. And then the matches that you didn't imagine could possibly happen. I think a lot of people, when they looked at these brackets, initially thought to themselves, semifinals could possibly be that wrestler of the year clash between, right. you know, AC Mack and Nick Halen. And instead we got the complete opposite. We'll talk about that match later, but the opposite in the tournament. So in our minds, we're now going, okay, the veteran chip day who quite frankly uh, is long overdue to wear singles gold in this company against shoot Taylor who just beat the wrestler of the year. Right. So this this is something you, you you can't overlook a shoot Taylor because of his experience, because clearly he, he already has a win over AC Mac. He's got a win over Nick Halen. My God, you know, you, you have to start considering that there is a very real possibility that shoot Taylor makes his way to the finals. I, with that said, I think Chip uh, Chip is really going to have to be on his game. Um, Chip is going to have to take all of the anger, all of the, you know, rage, all of the frustration of not getting title shots or getting cheated out of title shots and all the things that have happened to him. He's got to channel that, bottle it up and bring it in to be able to focus on shoot Taylor. No matter what anybody else shows up to do, his focus has to be singular. It's going to be an incredible match. Yeah, I cannot wait. This this whole tournament has been great so far. And, of course, on that note, the other semifinal matchup in this tournament, the Kenway, who mm -hmm. the Kenway has been impressive ever since he, he showed up in SHW a few months ago. And it's just been knocking it out of the park ever since he got here. And he'll be taking on, uh, <clears throat> well, Diana, you want to take this? The Brat Boy. <laughs> yeah uh bryce cannon um anyways so the kenway back to the kenway the kenway has been looking amazing and uh you know i just i wish him nothing but the best of luck in this matchup and uh let's go kenway anyways you let's, guys your thoughts let's go kenway <laughs> your thoughts on this match <laughs> let's, let's go kenway <laughs> let's go kenway <laughs> i mean can we keep the exotic pukes away from ringside? Can we have a stipulation? Can we have a stipulation? Will they please stay out of the way? No. No, because that's not how they work. It's not how they do things. Yeah. But I'm impressed with Kenway. The mm -hmm. Kenway. I am very impressed with him. The few showings he's been with us. With Edison. I think he's here to stay, guys. I think he's here to stay. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, the, fan, the fans have definitely taken to the fans took to him very quickly. I thought very yes. quickly, yeah. and yes. not just because you know he he comes out with a presence. I mean, he he's good, mm -hmm. he's good. Mm -hmm. So let's anybody that let's takes just, Chip Day to the limit on his first night there. I mean, come on, yeah. Especially after eating the promo that Chip put on you, right? <laughs> okay, that's that, that still has like burn marks. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, but. You know how we feel about Bryce. I don't have to keep repeating it or saying his name. It's like Beetlejuice, like you said, with 
the other guy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> let's just hope that uh, exotic peace will stay out of the way. Bryson had to prove his point himself, his point, and um, just fail. Just fail. That's, that's all I want. I just want him to fail. <laughs> Yeah, that's hilarious. GB, you want to take the unbiased take here? Yeah, let me attempt to do that uh, <laughs> and say this. I talked about bracket busters on the other side of the bracket for this tournament. But if there ever were a bracket buster, it was on this side of the tournament. I mean, think about it. This time last month, we were talking about Carly Bravo in a triple threat match. And at nowhere in this tournament was the name Bryce Cannon. Yeah. And right. so, you know, we all know what happened uh, that that infamous night, which was a great night for Carly Bravo. And yet somehow Bryce Cannon slipped his way in with him slipping his way in and getting the beatdown that was put on him by the infantry. Somehow he managed to win that triple threat match and make his way into the semifinals. So technically he's already done more than anybody ever expected him to do. Anything else he does right now is literal gravy on some hash browns from Waffle House. That might... After the show, GB, after the show. Yeah. Okay, my bad. Sorry, I just traveled. By the way, um, shout out shout out Paul Santa for kind of discovering hey, that and yes. turning us onto that. <laughs> yes. Anyways, it's not go ahead. gravy, it's chili. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I thought, it, white I, thought chili. Was, I thought it was white chicken chili. I didn't know. <laughs> no, it wasn't me. That was Paul. Anyways, GB back to going to be like, what just happened? So <laughs> the point of it is anything else that Bryce Cannon does is extra, is over yes. and above. And here's the thing we have to consider. Nobody even saw him being in this tournament. Right. When he got beat down and there was only seemingly Zicky Dice and Rob Killjoy who were killing it, Nobody picked Bryce Cannon to win Nobody. this match. Not he was one body. This is what I'm saying. So this is all the more reason you can't count him out. I know you guys don't want to hear it. I know. But somebody's got to re- re- remember what happened. This yeah. man took a beat down from two AEW stars, then he got beat have- up some more, and then turned around and somehow won and is in the semifinals. If he was willing to withstand that, what will he do now to potentially win a title that is that bears the name of someone he has great odd against? Let's also remember that one of the things that Exotic Youth has always wanted to do ever since they started a war with Gary Lamb is to hold a championship mm-hmm. in this company. They are that much closer to seeing that happen. And this is taking nothing away from the Kenway. But the no. Kenway has been involved in matches that, for the most part, were straight up, with the exception, of, of course, of beating one-third of this trio that we call exotic youth. So for him, I hope he goes and studies and is able to study and see, okay, what exactly are they willing to do to get a win over me? I think it's going to be a great, great test for the Kenway. I think Bryce Cannon obviously will have something up his sleeve. We'll find out next uh, Friday whether or not this will be the age of exotic youth or if there's only one way, that would be the Kenway. Let me let me just go back just a second because I want to give him his props even though I don't really want to give him his props. <laughs> Nothing's obligating you to. No, but I feel like I need to. I just need to get this out so people understand. Bryce and Exotic Youth are Diana's, 12-year-old Diana's, Ric Flair and Four Horsemen. The way that I hated Ric Flair, the way that I could not stand how the Four Horsemen did business and managed to come out on top. That is how... Diana feels about Bryce and Zach and Pepperbottom. It's just they give me anxiety. They make my <laughs> they make me just infuriate. I don't know that you realize what you just said. I do, I do. And that is a they can take it however they want. That is a huge There's only one way to take that. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. And 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 that is the only way I can give a compliment. Wow. Oh. 
but it's a huge you one. Just, so Bryce, you just likened exotic again. youth to not just any version of the Four Horsemen, but the, but the, the version, 80s. the version, yeah. the, the version. one that birthed every other faction we care about. I know. You and and we, maybe they're a product of that. I don't know. Maybe that's why they get it in my skin. But I can remember being twelve. And every time Rick Flair would open his mouth, I just wanted to punch him in his crooked tooth. I just wanted to punch him in his crooked tooth, okay? And I didn't want to hear Arn Anderson talk and being all country. I didn't want to hear Tully Rancher talking. I just wanted him to shut up and go on about the business. And that's pretty much how I feel about it. It's you. But they are doing things, guys. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm eating so much curry right now. You they are. are doing good you, you know things. he's gonna take this. I know, but it. it's gonna I be everywhere. It. You know, but I'm still gonna snatch my mic out of their hands. I'm still gonna slap the crap out of them if they get in my face. So I'm not worried about it. Diana, Call me baby doll. I don't know. Who cares? But I just want to give a little bit of prop, and they can take it how they want. But mm. that's how I feel. I have anxiety um, right now. I have anxiety. Uh, D Diana. I'm sweating. I I'm literally sweating right now. I can't. I can't believe I just said all that. Diana. Next match, uh, please. Uh, July 7th. I know you have that day marked on your calendar. Could be the scariest day of your career. I know. Just I know. throwing that out there. Mm. I know. Jeez. All right. Well, let's uh, let's wow. move things along here. I didn't see uh, that. A lot of soap and <laughs> wash my mouth out. <laughs> GB, you touched on this match earlier. Uh, AC Mack, Nick mm. Halen, the mm. co-winners of the 2022 GWH Wrestler of the Year Award. Mm -hmm. uh, these guys have been button heads ever since they were announced as the co-winners because they both think, and I tend to agree, that there should only be one Wrestler of the Year. Neither one of them were happy with it being a tie. Uh, and both of them think that they should be the rightful sole wrestler of the year uh, for the GWH award. And so at the last show, AC Mack put out a major stipulation that, and this is not to say I'm not confident in his abilities. However, I don't feel good with the stipulation he put into place here Uh Anyways, he challenged Nick Halen to a one-on-one -on -one match next Friday, SHW 51. It has been made official. And the huge stipulations in place, if Mac wins, he will then be named the sole winner for the GWH Award Wrestler of the Year for 2022. However, if Mac loses, he has said that he will leave the SHW roster for good. And that's where it gets me. Because we're talking about not only just a day one guy, okay? He was in the very first match of the very first SHW show. He's a former SHW champion. He is SHW. And yeah, he's bounced around to some other places. Uh, a lot of last year he spent as the IWTV world champion. So he was traveling the world. But as of late, he's been back home. He's been back at SHW. We've been so happy to have him back. And for him to put this, even put this out there in the atmosphere, this stipulation about him leaving SHW for good, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I'm not saying I'm not confident in him. I still think he can win this match and, and earn and deserve that sole winner of the award uh, title. But uh, I just, I, I wish he wouldn't have put this stipulation in place. Um, and of course, you know how we feel about Nick Halen. Nick Halen has, uh, we've had the, I'll say, uh, displeasure of Nick Halen joining us on commentary the last couple of shows, and uh, he can't seem to get our names right, and uh, he just knows how to really rub me the wrong way and uh, get under my skin. Uh, maybe not quite as bad as Exotic Youth, but still pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> so, anyways, this match, huge stipulation on it. Uh, it's going to be a great match. You're talking about the co-winners of the wrestler of the year. So, you know, it's going to be amazing. Uh, both of these guys have been around a long time. Uh, they know each other pretty well. Uh, and it's again, anybody's guess at who could win this match. I just, I really hope it's a Mac for the sake of, uh, we don't want him to leave SHW. Um, but how are you guys feeling going into this one? I know two weeks ago, I said, I wasn't really worried 
about this particular stipulation. I didn't like when anybody uses a stipulation in a match because it's just it's, it, one way or the other, somebody's leaving, right? But mm -hmm. this one, I've had a couple of weeks to think. I've had a couple of weeks to get into my feels and actually have some conversations with AC. And I am a little nervous. I can't. Just a little bit nervous. Just a little bit. I can't imagine having Southern Honor without that intro. You know? So yeah. for, for my sanity, I need AC to pull this off. But at the same time, I mean, we just talked about Bryce and how he took a beat down and, and he looked like he was out for the count and come back and won a triple threat and now was advancing in the Jake St. Roberts um, Legacy Tournament. So anything can happen anything can happen so fingers crossed i'm hoping for the best i'm saying my prayers every night ac is here to stay but we will never know until next friday yeah seven whole days not a word not a I word i love that you can finish these lyrics it always <laughs> makes my heart glad uh you know seven whole days until we get the answer that uh quite frankly we've been asking since january of this year we the three of us stood on that very stage expecting to present one award and when we opened the envelope and saw two we were shocked we were shocked for a few reasons and to be completely honest there's a part of me that feels like nick halen has somewhat had to prove to people why he was the co-winner of wrestler of the year, given the huge year that AC Mack had in 2022 world renowned number 25 on the PWI 500, the highest ranked independent wrestler in the business. Nobody could deny him. And yet somehow Nick Halen was also voted wrestler of the year. So in the minds of a lot of people, I think Nick Halen has felt like he's had to prove why he was named wrestler of the year. That's one of the things that concerns me about this match. It's not that AC Mack can't win. Of right. course he can win. He was the IWTV world champion. He has defeated some tough and incredible customers. The problem is to me, and had this stipulation not been on there, we would have still wanted to see this match. I wouldn't be worried at all. Like, I'd just be like, AC, go get him, you know, or Nick, go get him or whatever. The problem here is Nick Halen really has everything to gain here and nothing to lose. And here's why I say nothing to lose, because though he wants to be deemed the sole winner of wrestler of the year, in, in his mind, I don't know if that has more weight versus getting rid of AC Mack from this company. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Like, well, and also, GB, think about this. For the last however many months, he keeps telling us he's already the sole winner of the award. That part. So yeah. he, in his mind, you know, it's it's almost like the person who has stolen a championship and they've been walking around calling themselves a champion. Yeah. If in your mind, possession is nine-tenths of the law, then you're not really waiting for the match to crown you champion because yeah. you already feel like you're champion. He already feels like he's the sole winner of wrestler of the year. So for him... When you're playing with nothing to lose and everything to gain, you are dangerous. Yeah. And the last couple of months have shown us that Nick Halen has loyalty to one person, Nick Halen. He has turned on everybody he said he was there to support, whether that was shoot Taylor, where, you know, he was like, go get him, shoot, go get him, shoot. Then he turns around and turns on him, right? Like he's got no loyalty. Chris Brown, I believe, is the one that said these wonderful people are not loyal, right? And so to that end, I say this is dangerous because Nick Halen will try almost anything. And I hope that Mac, who over time has had some devious ways, he may need to pull on those devious ways because oh, my, my, he, he needs to do everything because at this point, this isn't just fighting for wrestler of the year. This is fighting for your SHW career at this point. And I just, here's the thing. We've never seen an SHW without AC Mack. 
Now, we've seen AC Mack obviously go travel the world and represent us while he was holding the IWTV World Championship, but he always was an SHW guy. The idea that he couldn't be an SHW, we've never had this company without him. So he has to win this match. He has to. Like, there's this is not an option. Diana does not want to cry anymore. I'm sick of it, so... Yeah, he he's he's got to win this match. It's a yeah. big thing. It's, it's a yeah. big thing. He's he's got to. Whew. It's a big thing. Yeah. Well, we have a huge main event tag team match, and I'm going to save that. Uh, we'll get to that here towards the end of the show because it is the main event. But before we get into the tag team title match, let's go back to last month in the tag team title match that took place between Happy Madness and the newly formed team of Nodgicism and Owen Knight. We all saw how, how that played out, where it looked like Naja and Owen, they were finally working really well together. They looked like they were on the cusp of perhaps finally knocking off Happy Madness and taking those titles. And just when we thought it was going to be a done deal, Owen Knight did the unthinkable and uh, turned on his partner, Nodgicism, laid him out with a clock out, Allowed uh, Happy Madness to get the pin on Naja, and of course Happy Madness retained the tag team titles. Uh, he's not in the match, but what we did find out is that Owen Knight will be there next Friday, and we will hear from him. So I'm very curious. You know, I, I we said it on commentary. Why Owen? Why? And I think a lot of the fans are left wondering. Like, with, we were all with our jaws dropped. Like, what did we? What was that? What did we just see? And so hopefully we'll get some answers here from Owen Knight, the working team captain, if if he still is the working team captain. I don't know. He kind of turned on the working team, it seemed like. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Considering the I, I consider the fans kind of that working team, and he's the captain of the, of the fans or something. But I, I just don't know. I don't know. I, it was the last thing I expected him to do. And, um, and, you know, I've been saying it for months. Can we just get all the titles away from Dishonor? Those tag titles are the last remaining remnants that are being held on to by Happy Madness. And so I was super excited thinking, Owen and Nodger are going to do this. Here we go. It's finally going to happen. And I just, yeah, I'm just dumbfounded. I couldn't believe it happened. And so just like everybody else, I'm left wondering why. And hopefully next Friday we'll find out. So you guys, any thoughts on 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 how that played out last month and and, and what maybe we hope to hear uh, from Owen, if, we, if, if anything? Sure. I mean, I would love to see, I would love to hear his take on what's going on. Yeah. Um, I think we all want to believe we live in a feel good world where everything works out the way we want it to work out and, and how it makes sense to possibly work out. But I, I don't think that Owen ever had necessarily a problem with losing the best of seven. And that's not really, to me, I don't really think that's that's the basis of what's, what happened last month. Um, I think he came to grips with that. I think he he accepted the fact that Naja beat him. I mean, it was two matches in one night. Had they gone another you know week or another month to another show and did that seventh match, it could have been a different outcome. But they did do two matches in one night. I feel like Owen accepted that when they were placed together as a tag team, I feel like that, um, you know, he was maybe reluctant to team with nausea, but he had his own reasons, but he still embraced that. And I think he was trying his best to do what a team player would do. But again, I think nausea was taking too many steps in the wrong direction and taking over what the working team captain built in SHW. And I feel like Owen was getting fed up. I think, I think he, he turned on nausea, not necessarily to be the bad guy, but to stake his claim. This is my house. You're still a guest and you're wearing your welcome out. That's the way I feel about it. You know, what's so interesting about this, this is almost like uh you know, you remember a couple of years ago, there was this dress that went viral. You know, people weren't sure if they saw blue, if they saw black or gold. some other color, gold. Like, what did you see, right? And you were team blue or team gold. 
It was gold to me. I feel, and I, it was blue to me. So see, we you can <laughs> see the same thing and be on opposite sides of this. And mm -hmm. I think that's where uh, this explanation from Owen is going to come uh, into play. And it's really going to add some color to some things. I have my thoughts on why I think he did what he did. Diana, you think he was over the best of seven. I don't. You know, I stood in, I sat in the middle of a ring and interviewed these guys going into match six. The tension that was in that ring between these two, you know, it, being in the middle of them made me nervous. So I knew how deeply personal this, you know, best of seven was to both of these guys. So, but that's my theory, right? We'll hear what his thought process was because what we don't know is we don't know what they had talked about in between you know, matches and in between cards and in between SHW 49 and 50. We don't know what their game plan was. We don't know, you know, what we don't know. What we do know is Owen must have had a reason because Owen, in my opinion, you know, he's been wanting gold and he's been robbed of that gold for a long time. Um, you know, so to be that close to the gold, and give it up, there's got to be a significant reason why that happened. And uh, I'm very interested to hear what he has to say. I'm, I'm interested to see what the fans are going to say because I'm not sure if the fans are fully against him or not. I think it'll depend on what he has to say. Um, and the big thing is, can we see ourselves in Owen? You know, can, can we see ourselves in Owen? There are parts of me that I look at Owen and I'm like, hmm, I could kind of see. But once he explains it, then I'll know for sure. Um, what I'm sure of is we've not heard Owen Knight like this in a very long time. And so I wonder what he will have to say. He's had about a month to think about it. You know, will he regret it? Maybe he may decide, you know, I, I just made a snap moment, a snap decision, really didn't mean it. Can we make up? Can ever, I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out next week. Yeah, absolutely. We'll find out. And that's the thing, like you said, GB, I mean, all we can do is speculate at this mm -hmm. point. And we say this all the time, like when we're calling stuff, when we're talking about or previewing these matches, we, we don't know the answers. We're just yeah. speculating. We're just putting our thoughts. Maybe it could be this. Maybe it could be that. And like you said, we won't know until he's in the ring with a live microphone and he addresses the uh, SHW faithful at the action building. And so we will find out together. Why, oh, and why uh, did he turn on Nogicism last month? So very curious to see what comes of it. And uh, speaking of questions that have been left unanswered, let's talk about the main event from last month. And, of course, yes, we still have this month's main event to get to, the big tag team title match, and we'll get to that in just a moment. But the, the main event from last month where we were uh, saw a new SHW champion crowned, that being the Priest of Punishment Judas, uh, thanks in large part to uh, the, I was going to say the action of Todd Sexton, but it was kind of the non-action as he would not complete the three count when uh, Gunnar Miller had Judas pinned. So yeah, it was a crazy turn of events. If you haven't watched SHW 50 yet, go back and watch it on IWTV. It's a good one, folks. Trust me. Not only was it a huge milestone event being in our 50th show, but it was just a great all around show. And the way that match ended, Todd Sexton comes in, donning the referee stripes. We're like, finally, we have an official here. We're going to have an official match. Gunnar Miller's going to do the what we thought was impossible. He's able to jackhammer Judas. And then he pins him. One, two. Todd won't count the three count. Mm. And then when uh, Judas finally got a pin on Gunnar, you got a fast count from Todd Sexton. Okay, and then uh, then we realized Todd and Judas are in cahoots here. And... We want to know why we're left with more questions than answers. So we did find out we will hear from Todd Sexton and the brand new SHW champion Judas next Friday at SHW 51, much like with Owen Knight. I don't know what to expect. I do. I hope they can give us some sort of clarity on uh, why this all happened. Um, again, we can only speculate GB. You talked about, you know, these guys were thick as thieves in another promotion. Uh, you've always been a little leery of Todd Sexton ever since he came into SHW. And so, I, I mean, I don't know. I really don't know what to make of it. I don't know where any of this is going. Um, 
Judas, I mean, or I was going to say Gunner, has got to be fit to be tied, obviously. And so I haven't heard if he'll be in the house. Uh, if he is, I'm sure he'll have something to say. But uh, I don't know. So we'll see next Friday. But we do know we will hear from Todd Sexton and Judas. And any thoughts on that moving into next week? I think all suspicions were confirmed, pretty much. I mean, we we all saw it. We all saw that they, Todd and Judas, had a thing. There was, there was making eyes. You know, there, there was something. There was, we all had a suspicion, and it was confirmed. Um, I do believe Judas was due for this title reign. I, th- I think it was a, it's been a long time coming. I don't agree with the way it happened. But then again, it's Judas, you know, he's going to use a spike. He's going to use, you know, whatever. Cause he's, he's dirty of the dirties. Right. I mean, I, I did not see Todd. I didn't see Todd doing that, but, but then again, I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised, but as far as who our champion is now, I can see it being Judas for a long time. I, I mean, I don't know who's going to challenge him or if Gunner's going to come back and try to get a rematch. I don't know, but I am interested in, in hearing what they have to say and why, exactly why. <laughs> I believe it was the immortal words of a tribe called Quest who asked a very simple question. What's the scenario? That's what I need to understand right now. <laughs> what exactly is the scenario i didn't want to go with the first part not that i, I was but just i was actually thinking, I know, talking I was like, it out minute, i thought I we were gonna i was thinking bonita applebaum or something i didn't know oh, where well were. well that would that would be a different <laughs> there's scenario no, there's but... no question there and i was like <laughs> no question there be? but yeah what's the scenario <laughs> I, I need to understand because you know if you weren't leery when Eric Bischoff showed up on Monday Night Raw, something is wrong with you, right? You don't go for six to seven years trying to put somebody out of business and then show up on their TV and all is right with the world, okay? You don't end up being a rival promotion of a promotion called SHW who comes and outshines you. And so then it's this whole, if you can't beat them, join them. So I've just been sitting here going, all right, all right. And then during the whole, you know, dishonor space when he was the voice of reason, okay, makes sense. All right. But that look in his eyes, SHW 50, when he would, I mean, even when he came in the ring, I was like, okay, finally, some law and order, you know, some sort of, you know, uh, sense and sensibility, dare I say. And then he just held that hand up, stared at Gunner in the face, proverbially staring SHW in the face, saying, gotcha. Now, prove me wrong, sir. Like, prove me wrong. I want to hear what you have to say. You know, what wonderful words you will have to say to explain yourself. Because I want to hear it. You know, I mean, you, you talk about infiltrating the company. You did it in the highest space. You got Gary to trust you. Huh? Right? Like you you did you got all of us to trust you. Only to have this long term and it made me wonder. Now I got, you know, all right, I'm accused of having too many questions. Some people say I think too much. <laughs> so I'm going to keep this thought to myself and see if it plays out next week. I just want to hear what it is you have to say, because something tells me that maybe you misrepresented a person or two. Mm. Help work your plan. Because there was always a piece of this plan that didn't make any sense to me. I'll leave it there so people who watch this won't say you're thinking too much. <laughs> Those wheels get turning. It gets dangerous, GB. It, yeah, it, but <laughs> but it... I will say this, I'm always paying attention. And when certain things don't make sense, it just makes me go, hmm, hmm. Well, hopefully we'll get some answers. Like I said, we're going to hear from Owen Knight. We're going to hear from Judas, Todd Sexton. Uh, As with many an SHW show, 
where you tend to be left with a lot of questions and not a lot of answers. And so until the next month, hopefully. So just like every other month, hopefully we'll get some answers here. And uh, that's going to bring us to our big main event tag team championship match. Not only is it for the tag team titles, but it will be a tables match. Uh, Jake the Snake, after seeing months and months of all this bad blood finally uh, boiling over, he is uh, not only given the hierarchy another title opportunity, but he has made it a tables match. Uh, as you've seen, tables get involved over the last several months uh, in various ways. And so now it's legal. <laughs> they can legally mm. use these tables. And, uh, man, it's going to be intense. If you saw, I believe it was um, might have been Wednesday of this pa- of this week, where there was a video posted, kind of a, a promo video for the main event tag team title match. And it kind of gives you a good a recap, a good refresher if you forget. Uh, and it, it went all the way back to a year ago mm-hmm. uh, when Dylan Freimeyer was fighting Cruel for, uh, mm-hmm. for power of the company. And, uh, and Joe Black ended up getting involved and, and spearing Dylan and preventing Dylan from winning that match. And that's what started this whole downward spiral of dishonor forming. And then Happy Madness ends up joining. As you mentioned earlier, you can't beat him, join him. Uh, mm-hmm. he ended up, they ended up joining Dishonor. And then, of course, uh, the split up happened, and it got all kind of chaotic. And Joe Black ends up realigning with Murder One from their days back in the hierarchy and bringing the hierarchy to SHW. And then feuding with Happy Madness, who are the tag team champs. And that's been going on for a number of months now. And, uh, yeah, there was a matchup between these two teams for the tag titles a couple of months ago. And due to some shenanigans and, uh, I guess, uh, well, Sauronaro getting their the team disqualified, uh, they retained the titles there. So, at that point, we thought, okay, certainly they'll get a rematch here. And, of course, it took a couple of months, but now... Jake the Snake has uh, come through once again with a big decision, giving them that rematch. And man, oh man, here's what I'm uh, curious about is after what we saw last month, Happy Madness going after, making it so personal, the most personal you could probably make it, going after Joe Black's girlfriend, bringing her into the ring, threatening to put her through a table. Thank goodness it didn't happen. But here's what I'm curious about now. Are Joe Black and Murder One, do they even care about the tag team belts at this point? Or are mm. they just out for blood? They're in it for it because it's a tables match. They just wanted to abuse and and just violently just beat up Happy Madness. I don't even know that they're concerned about the tag titles. At that point, I think it's just icing on the cake. If they happen to win, they'll also become the tag team champs. But uh, just the way that promo came across where Joe was looking right in the camera and he wasn't even calling out sunny days. He was calling out Dylan Freimeyer. And I mean, I was getting goosebumps on goosebumps at that point. Like, Oh man, they done stepped in it now. And (laughs) so you made your own bed. (laughs) So here you go. Or you, at this point you dug your own grave. Right. Right. uh, Anyways, it's going to be an insane matchup. I'm excited about it. Uh, I'm also excited at the fact that we could possibly finally have new tech champions. <laughs> but again, I don't even know if Murder and Joe are even thinking about the belts. So how are you guys feeling about this one? First off, you, you don't, no matter how crazy you are, you, you don't put your hands on another man's beloved. <sighs> that's, nope. that's your death warrant right there. You just signed it. You're done. But I do have a question. How many tables we got left? Mm. Y'all? We don't have no love. We don't have any. Why not just make this a dark city street fight and let it and just be done? Let I mean let no holds barred something. We don't have no tables. I mean, one part whatever. Anyway, <laughs> we could go so many ways with this match. We can go so many ways with this match. It's like, look, Joe turned on Dylan, who was a good guy. Then they both were bad guys and now do we consider murder and joe good guys because they're against the bad guy happy madness i don't know where we are i don't know gone are the days of in pro wrestling you know ever since stone cold made it fashionable to be a bad guy and the fans ever since then and the nwo came nwo came along and the bad guys were the good were the cool guys so at this point 
I don't know the answer to your question, Diana. I don't think, it is what I don't it think is. we have a, a good and bad or black and white. I don't. I just, it's like pick, pick somebody. Who, who, who's, who do you value the most? Right now, I want murder and Joe to strip them titles so bad. So bad. I don't know what to expect. They're all crazy. <laughs> they are. They all have some deep down, dark, ugly stuff in there that's gonna come out and explode. And poor Sal, I do, I do, I do fear for Sal because he he's not always right there. He's he's just floating around somewhere. He might be the one to just I don't know. I don't know. There's so much going on in my mind right now. I see so many things happening. I hope the belt switch. That's all I can say. There's there's just so much going on right now. There's there, chaos, <laughs> complete chaos. It's got it's chaos. Chaos indeed. Um, the good thing is, oh. you know, when we yeah, here here's the good thing. <laughs> there, uh, there there is no disqualification in a tables mm. match. Right. So, you know, Happy Madness won't be able to save their championships against the hierarchy as they did back at SHW 49, I believe. Right. Yes. So so there's that, which is a good thing. Uh, the other interesting thing, though, is everybody in this match has proven they can take extreme amounts of punishment. You know, I still have, as soon as you mentioned Table and Happy Madness, the image of you know, Sal going through the table, but half of his body smacking the floor first mm -hmm. is the image in my head. And this Blood. guy, you know, didn't stop moving. Like that's he when, just, that's when Huck, that was when Huck powered yeah, off the apron. Huck oh. did that. And so, you know, it's clear that whether you like happy madness or not, they are tough. Yeah. They can take a licking and keep on ticking. I don't know where this match is going to go. I don't know how long it's going to go. Um, and I don't know how many tables will be broken, right? Like, I, I don't know if the rules are, you know, the first man to go through the table or if both men on the team have to go through a table. I'm sure we'll find out those official rules. But what I do know for sure is it's going to be violent for a lot of reasons. Yeah. So if you're bringing children... Uh, just be wise with the amount of violence that they can intake because this is going to be wild. This is going to be crazy. And again, we saw just a couple of months ago what Murder One and Joe Black were willing to do to each other mm -hmm. in a Dark City street fight. Yep. And this was not involving anybody's spouses or, or love interests or anything else. You cross that line. If I remember correctly, when I saw that promo, one of Joe's eyes was blood red. Mm -hmm. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. That's a big problem. So I don't know what Happy Madness has up their sleeves. They have found ways to get out of jams before. I don't know if they've got something else cooking up. I hope they don't. But I do hope that Joe Black and Murder One are prepared potentially for that because these guys are holding on to these titles because they are the last vestige of dishonor's control in SHW. Right. They've proven they're willing to do anything to hold on to it. What could they possibly do next week? We'll find out. Oof. It's going to be a great show, and I, I cannot is. wait uh, so once again, give you the quick rundown. We got uh, the women's division uh, kicking off in SHW. Kylie Alexa taking on Dream Girl Ellie. Danny Jordan joining us on commentary for that. Orion making his return, taking on the newcomer Movie Mike. You got AC Mack versus Nick Halen with a huge stipulation in place. We got a couple of tournament matches, the semifinals. The Kenway taking on Bryce Cannon. Chip Day taking on Chip Taylor. Uh, Shoot Taylor. And then you've got the big main event match. Happy Madness versus the Hierarchy. Titles on the line in a tables match. And, of course, we will hear from Owen Knight. And we will hear from Todd Sexton and the new SHW champion, Judas. And hopefully get some answers after what happened last month. So it's going to be a good one. SHW 51 next Friday, one week from tonight. 
at the Action Building, Canton, Georgia, 261 Marietta Road. Tickets will go on sale at the door starting at 5 p.m. Doors open at 7 p.m. Bell time at 8 p.m. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. In fact, we will be live with this show, which will act as the SHW 51 pre-show. We'll be live from 7 to 7.30. And uh, don't miss it. Ish. Depends on how long we might go. And Diana, I don't. I, you know, I was going to maybe surprise you with this, but I'll just put it out there. And if he happens to be listening, because I hear that he watches the show, uh, hey, uh, bad boy, Chip Dave, if you want to maybe uh, stop by the pre-show, maybe we'll have a chair for you. I don't know. I'm just putting that out there. And yes, we'll, we'll have a chair. Yeah, yeah we'll I'll what... stand. He can have my chair. No, 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 no. You can't no, stand. No. I'll stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, no, we'll I'll bring it for the I'll move, I'll move out of the shot sure. if we need it. I mean, look. If Would that boy Chip Day wants to join us live, no telling what's going to happen. Can't, can't go back yeah. and edit it. We'll make it happen. We'll be live, folks. We'll make it happen. We'll be we'll live. Make it happen. And I'll bring. I'll have a fourth chair so nobody has to get out of their seat. And uh, yeah, so we'll I'm just putting it out there. really tight. Yeah, we'll make it happen. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. But hey, awesome. we can't. We can't wait to see you guys next week. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you there in person. But again, if not, you can watch us live on Facebook. But until then, this has been SHW. This is our wrestling. Yeah. Yeah.